Welcome to episode 13 of Chime Bitch! <laughs> Almost forgot to press the button. Classic pretty, always doing weird things. So today on episode 13, I have co-founder of Ease, Guada, with me on this episode. But before we get into everything that Ease does and everything y'all need to know, of course, I need to shout out everyone that made this episode possible. So behind the camera, we have Jaden. So Jaden, of course, thank you for this beautiful setup. And then we have our official audio sponsor, Audio Technica. Thank you for making us sound great. And of course, we have producer Jean, who is going to come in now and do the tea ceremony. <laughs> like we're getting married at tea ceremony. So thank you, Jean. She's going to pause the chai for this episode. And then we can cheers and we will begin. So how are you feeling today, Jean? Jean always has the best dresses, so if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, you should be watching it instead, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Guara, let's cheers. Yay! Try me, bitch. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, in today's episode, I'm actually really excited to finally sit down with you because I've only met Guadawa via Zoom and we've only talked online. So it's weird because I already know her and she knows me and we know a lot about each other's lives because of what we talked about online. But yeah, finally we're here, we're sitting down and I'm very excited to share with everyone who hasn't heard about Ease yet. I want everyone to know about it because it's been a very useful platform for so many people and before we get into what Ease does, can you introduce yourself to everyone watching? Yeah, amazing. Uh, thanks so much for inviting me. So yes. my name is Wada. I am the co-founder of Ease. Um, for those who don't know, Ease is a digital health startup that is focused on making access to sensitive healthcare um, more convenient, affordable and discreet. And what we mean by sensitive healthcare are things that um, might be a bit stigmatized, that might be a bit sensitive and that people want to sort of deal with in the comfort of their homes. So we touch on sexual, reproductive, and menstrual health. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just, just a little bit more backstory. <laughs> so, Ease launched last year in May. Yes. So, this was while all the, all the crazy was happening in Singapore. Circuit Breaker and everyone was pretty much stuck at home. So, honestly, it was a really bold move for you guys to mm. launch something, anything at all at a time like that. But I think it was also extremely useful and everyone needed mm. something like this to come up. So, I'm glad you guys did. And... So you guys launched in May and Guada actually reached out to me in July. I went to check my messages. I found out it's July. (laughs) And she reached out to me and it was like, I guess you guys were doing a bit of an influencer outreach kind of thing. And just because you guys just started, you wanted to like, um, like reach out to different influencers, see if anyone related to this, anyone could share their story Mm. as well. And if the, the products that you guys were had on your platform was going to be useful to them, then Mm. you could see them products and they could share their experience. So that's essentially what happened. And, uh, I've shared this a lot on my platform, so I, I will link a video where it's like a 30-minute video of me talking about all my issues. <laughs> it's a lot. No, but it was uh, specifically all, all the, everything related to feminine sexual health that 
was my own personal journey with it and why I started getting on birth control to regulate my own period. So I will link that video for you guys to watch. But that was essentially our first collab. Mm. Like, like what I reached out, I was like, you know what? I think a lot of people would find this very useful. And as I was just briefly sharing it on Insta stories, so many people had so many mm. questions. And I texted Guada, I was like, uh, let me just do a whole video. <laughs> I'm not going to do this on Insta stories. If people miss it, it's such a waste. So let's do a full, full video. And that is the video I'll link in my description box. So check it out. And that's the backstory. So I definitely have so many questions because, like I said, our first time properly meeting. Mm. So what made you guys start Ease in May 2020? Yeah, so I mean, the idea for Ease actually came up in 2019. Uh, we had sort of started like working on the website, working on the operations of it. And we were sort of in the planning stages when we realized that sexual and reproductive health was not considering essential service during the circuit breaker. And I myself as a birth control user was struggling to find um, a place to get my, my, my monthly prescription. I got rejected from my three clinics mm-hmm. and most of my friends were also having issues. So we were like, you know, let's launch with what we have. Uh, at that point, it was just like Rio, my co-founder, and I. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's been a journey since, but definitely I feel like we launched at the right time, even though it was um, a pretty tumultuous time as well. Yeah, yeah, it really was. So, yeah, I think I think before you reached out, I already saw some e-stuff, mm. like ads you guys were running on Instagram, and I was like, this is kind of cool, but I never really understood because personally, I just never used birth control until mm. after I after I had my teleconsult with you guys and after I went to a gynecologist and then I was like, okay, this makes so much sense for me because my periods are just anyhow, you know? (laughs) So Mm. I was like, this makes sense for me to do. So yeah, and I remember telling you, like sharing with you how, uh, thank you so much for reaching out because it was, Mm. it's it's the kind of thing where a lot of people have that, a lot of people are scared of the doctor, straight up. Like a lot of people don't want to go to an actual physical clinic clinic yeah. because it's just so much pressure the wait time puts you off the amount of money you spend and it's just the fear of the unknown mm. you know you just don't know what the doctor's gonna say so you're just like it's okay i'll figure this out or hopefully my body will figure this out next month so i think having the the ease and the comfort of literally sitting at your home and speaking to a doctor mm-hmm. online for me that yeah. was that was just mind-blowing like after my consult i was like oh my gosh like i have not been able to speak to anyone who understands my issues this Mm. well and obviously a professional and when she shared with me that you know what like at the end of the day this is a teleconsult so you know I I cannot do an ultrasound I cannot Mm. see if there's anything actually like going on internally that I obviously can't see on a video call so she actually told me to go book an appointment and go down so it's not something that's like use our service don't go you know like literally your welfare is like the utmost priority here it's just how can we help you how can we make your life easier hence ease (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that was my experience and i think even though you guys started at a really insane time i think that was also when everyone was online and everyone was using zoom figuring all these figuring how to do everyday life things online Mm. so the fact that you made a service like this super important online at a time where we were all figuring out the internet i think that was perfect. That was mm. great timing. So Thanks. thank you for going ahead with the launch and not like, you know, letting it like, I guess, hold it back any further. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I guess another question is, um, have you always been interested and passionate about these things? Or mm. was it something that only when you were much older and you realized that these were like issues? Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I've always been that kind of friend that people come to ask questions like, weird questions that you have that you don't want to maybe share with like your parents or anything Mm. and I've always liked being that kind of person that's able to share sort of resources or hear you out 
Um, but that kind of formalized a lot while I was in, in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm from originally from Argentina. I've been living in Singapore for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, during high school, I was very involved with uh, Amnesty International, which is an international NGO mm-hmm. that focuses on human rights. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a lot of work on sexual and reproductive rights. So that started when I was like 15. Mm-hmm. And then when I came to Singapore, I was um, sort of president of the G-Spot, which is the Gender mm-hmm. and Sexuality Alliance yeah. of uh, my my university and uh, in those uh, spaces I met a lot of people who were also struggling with sort of women's health female sexuality uh, just women's rights issues in general and and I was just like super passionate to be able to host these spaces and to hear people out and uh, sort of learn from their experiences and see how we could improve things so mm-hmm. I think it's always been sort of a passion of mine and I'm really happy that that collided with sort of entrepreneurship which is another passion of mine and um and yeah on how ease came about so so earlier on you mentioned that um like right before guada got here at to the studio you mentioned that you guys were settling like uh your stuff in the office and i was like oh okay wait because you mentioned the team expanded so i need to know how big was the team when you guys started yeah, I mean, it was really just the two of us okay. <laughs> for about a month. Mm-hmm. Um, we were also sort of working full-time jobs, so mm-hmm. we were just uh, handling this on the site. Um, later on, when we realized, like, oh, wow, this is actually taking off, yeah. uh, we decided to sort of uh, hire part-timers, mm-hmm. and then it became like a full-on team of nine people. Okay. Uh, so it's a mix of full-timers and part-timers, but definitely getting more hands uh, on deck is great. Um, it's being really helpful to just be able to have people who are very specialized in different areas like marketing or operations yeah. or business development um but yeah the beginning was really just kind of improvised yeah. just uh, the two of us um yeah that's 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 a lot so right now you guys have an office space yeah and is this now your full-time job it is nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing because i mean of course last year was very tough for everyone yeah. so the fact that you guys really like found a way to like that your business thrive mm. and something so important not just a business here to profit you know something that's yeah. so valuable for the community so that's I'm so glad you guys are doing well because Thanks, yeah. like just now when I went to your Instagram to see when you first messaged me I was like you guys have like almost 11k followers yeah. and that's y'all grew so much yeah. in like it hasn't even been a year yeah yeah so congrats on yes. that and I'm, I'm very glad that you guys reached out because it has just helped me on my own journey yeah, <laughs> a yeah, lot. Absolutely. So, and I'm there, like, I'm that friend now. You yeah, know, like, yeah, come yeah. to me with your weird <laughs> questions. So I'm that friend telling telling everyone else, yeah. like, it's so easy, it's so convenient, like, yeah. just call. And I've had friends text me, like, I'm so glad, like, you shout out Ease because <laughs> I got my plan B pill from them. And, like, I was freaking out. Like, I have friends who text me that on, yeah. like, a Saturday morning, like, yeah, with yeah. a while last night. And I'm just like, I'm glad it was useful because... Yeah. Obviously, there's just one example, but mm. there's so many different services you guys actually have. Yeah. And yeah, I guess I would love to get into that. So we, we have definitely mentioned birth control pills, like how you can get teleconsults, but what else is available on mm. the East platform? Yeah, so I mean, as you mentioned, we provide sort of birth control pills delivery, um, birth control teleconsultations. Mm-hmm. Those are mostly for first-time users who want to learn more about birth control in general, what's good for them, what brands are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also offer sexual health consultations for uh, bacterial vaginosis, uh, yeast infection, and UTIs. Yeah. Uh, menstrual health consultations as well mm-hmm. for uh, any kind of menstrual irregularity. Mm-hmm. Um, people who maybe are missing their periods, people who uh, are having very heavy flow and they're not sure why. Uh, I think those are very common questions that a lot of people have and they it might be something that's not normal but it might also be something that's completely normal so it's always good to have like, an opinion of a professional um, and then emergency contraception delivery yeah mm-hmm. 
and also STI testing yes. service. Yeah, I think that is that is the the most recent thing you guys yeah. launched, and I think that was that was a long time coming because you guys talked yeah. about it. It was on the website, and it was coming soon, coming soon. And yeah. I know it finally <laughs> launched, and I, and there's a full like price list. You yeah. know, it tells you what you can get tested for, and it's really really like in depth. You know, yeah. like really it's it it. If you're afraid to go get tested, you mm. know what to do. You know, yeah. yeah. So I think I think this is really like so useful, and I'm so glad you guys launched that because that is a major one that I think mm. after you figure out all these first few steps, you know, like like as a female, like here I am trying to figure out like my period irregularities, yeah. all these things, and eventually when you're sexually active, mm. this is something you need to talk about, like totally. getting tested at least once a year, yeah. and definitely not things that we see publicly readily mm. available it's not information that's out there so yeah. yeah i'm glad it's super accessible now <laughs> and another thing that you guys are very big on is uh the commitment to privacy yes so i know that when i first got my ease uh my birth control pills delivered to my house it literally looked like i ordered something from taobao so <laughs> it looked like a random shopee like it was just gray <laughs> it was wrapped in gray plastic and it only had my name and address mm. and only after you you struggle and unwrap it then you will realize that oh maybe this is something that my parents should come read you know no no but but yeah, yeah i think for a lot of people who like cannot have that conversation with their parents mm. family members it's yeah it's amazing how discreet it is so why yeah. why do you guys make, make sure that this was something that you yeah. guys had to do i mean of course as much as we want to be open about this and we talk about it yeah. very openly on social media and we share a lot of education we also want to respect people's privacy. I mean, I think it's super important in terms of um, these sensitive healthcare services that are heavily stigmatized. Mm -hmm. we, we, we want to make sure that people feel comfortable accessing them through the platform, right? So yeah. we look at every single detail throughout the journey, right? From the packaging, from the way that the pills are hidden behind like the, the information yeah. cards, uh, from like, for instance, the return label is not even the address related to mm -hmm. ease so that if your parents Google the address, they can't yeah. find it. Um, so we really look at every single detail to make you feel as comfortable as you can. Mm -hmm. And another thing, I mean, I love that it's, it's super discreet because I think I mentioned it in my video as well, like especially for um, younger consumers, yeah. you know, if they really cannot even have that conversation or even like if nobody knows that they're even sexually active, yeah. you know, that is something that's that's difficult to like a conversation that you're not ready to have with your parents or they're not ready to have with you mm. yet. So, and of course, uh, it also, I definitely want to highlight that you don't only use birth control pills if you're sexually active. Like yeah. for me, I was not even sexually active when I was using it. It was to regulate my periods. Yeah. I didn't get my period for seven months and that's when E saved me. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, it's not just, yeah. it, there's, it's not one size fits all, you know, it's not the same thing for everyone. It's a complete like, there's so many layers to yeah. this. Yeah, so being discreet and like respecting the privacy, I think is so mm. important. Yeah, and another thing is that you guys are really sex positive. Yeah. Like, and you guys provide consults for trans folk, trans folk as well. Yeah. So like, why was that something that you guys wanted to Yeah, have? totally. I mean, I think since we started Ease, we wanted it to be not just a place where you get like your birth control delivered or like a very mm. functional like sort of platform, but we wanted it to be a space where people could ask questions where they could get resources where they could access education and community and support mm -hmm. networks and all this much more comprehensive sort of package right yeah. and um, a lot of what we do is sort of like 
through social media specifically is to promote these kinds of messages that are lacking in the media they are lacking in even in social media in general as well mm -hmm. right um and and for us it's super important because we want East to be a super inclusive space uh i think that's very important because a lot of times we think that these are maybe just women's issues you know mm -hmm. that uh but i mean trans folks also need uh yeah. birth control maybe and um the benefits that birth control can bring maybe skipping your periods that could help with uh sort of issues that they face um is super important and i felt like there was no space that was talking about that in healthcare, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and making sure that our sort of medical team is also trained to be able to answer those kinds of questions is super important because I don't think they could access it anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it is. Like we wrote it down, like Jean wrote this down here, unheard of in Singapore. <laughs> so yes, really unheard of. Yeah. Like no one just publicly out there just says, hey, we welcome all super inclusive, yeah. ask us anything, you know? Yeah. It's never been like that. It's never been this like... I don't think people have been made to feel this comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is really important because it's a conversation that makes a lot of people uncomfortable because totally. it's difficult to talk about your own issues, difficult to talk about something like, like this. Yeah. So yeah, that that's amazing. The amazing work you guys are doing, of course. And another thing that I've noticed is that your services, like even the consult and stuff like that, it's it's always been pretty affordable. Mm. Like if you want to compare this to just going to a polyclinic or going to a private clinic, you know, wherever that can help you first like mm. where, wherever you can get an appointment at first this is actually one of the more affordable options mm. so how do you guys manage to make, make it an affordable service yeah i think being online definitely helps mm. i think i mean teleconsultations in general compared to physical consultations are a bit cheaper um i think also the fact that um we don't need a physical clinic or anything yeah. like that that definitely helps cut costs mm -hmm. and of course we are constantly sort of working on our uh, sort of supply chain to make sure that it's as like convenient as yeah. affordable as possible so that we can keep um, costs down of course we're constantly working on that because yeah. I mean I, I, I want it to be as affordable as mm -hmm. it can be mm -hmm. um, but of course I mean there is sort of there is in the system that might not allow that but we're constantly working on that and hopefully even more affordable prices will come soon mm. When, when I received my box, there was the prescription note yeah. and everything, and then I couldn't read the handwriting. So I was like, ah, oh, feels like I'm at it's a normal a clinic. <laughs> yeah, it's a doctor for sure. <laughs> no, by obviously certified doctors, of course. Not because of the handwriting, but legit. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, of course, I think a major thing that it cuts down is the mm -hmm. waiting time. Yes. Yeah. When you when you book your teleconsult, you fill up you fill up this questionnaire and it's super, super in-depth. Mm. So they ask you like if you've ever been on the pill already, like you know, which brands have you tried? Mm. Are you comfortable to stay on it? Do you mm. want to try something else? So because some people get like side effects, of course. And yeah. um yeah, I think it was so in-depth that like the that's why the teleconsults can be ten minutes. Yeah. Because correct. they already know me. They know exactly, my story, yeah. they know everything. So so it was just a yeah. and, and I love I love how it was really like I could ask her anything in that mm. moment and it was really just anything that the questionnaire didn't cover and it really mm. covered so much. So I really barely needed mm. to ask her anything else. Totally, yeah. yeah. So it was really efficient. Mm. Yeah. And of course, like we talked about like, I guess the success and how you, how much you guys have grown in the last like 10 months. Yeah. So um, what has the response been like? You know, what have people been saying? What have you heard from the consumers? Mm, yeah. I mean, definitely when we launched, we really didn't know what to expect. Mm. I mean, it is a, a stigmatized topic. So open openly talking about it on, so, on social media was definitely something that could be a challenge but actually it's been the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive people are just really i mean the week we launched i remember we got i think like 
30 or 50 messages of people just sharing their stories and that's when I realized like wow East really has like the potential to be so much more than just a service right Mm -hmm. there's all these sort of uh, gaps in the system that need to be filled and I'm hoping that we can achieve that through just not just our services but also like the platform in general Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I mean definitely it's been I mean it's been great I mean uh, I couldn't be happier with like how how openly people are talking about it Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, what other like methods are you guys using? So of course you guys, mm. so you guys are killing the social media game, of course, because <laughs> I know you do a lot of um, IG Q and A's, yeah. and you have a lot of Instagram lives. Yeah. So you guys bring on different people who have like you know actual like firsthand experience yeah. with the different issues that you want to highlight, and you get them to just share their experience on IG Live and stuff like that. So. What else do you guys do on social media? What other mm. methods are you trying? Or mm. like, what else are you working on? Yeah, definitely. I mean, something, I think we started a lot um, with a lot of like very informational, like text heavy posts. Mm-hmm. Then we realized like, oh, maybe we want to move into something a lot more engaging. Yeah. Uh, lately, we've been trying sort of um, bringing down concepts like uh, the difference between 21 and 28 day pack. That's a con- mm. question that we get pretty much every yeah. day. Um, or like how these critics are packaging or stuff like that. Sort of mm-hmm. like to bring the the process to the the masses in a much more sort of palatable way mm-hmm. um and so we've been trying with like tiktok and like igtvs mm-hmm. um which is definitely a very new space for us but yeah. uh it's definitely fun to try um and the feedback has been really good on those videos i think the, the past few years have mm-hmm. gotten quite a lot of views so uh definitely we want to continue breaking down those concepts that might be a bit abstract or mm-hmm. questions like typical FAQs that people have yeah. that uh, we could sort of explain through through like social media in like mm-hmm. a more engaging manner yeah. Um, but yeah I mean we've been I think I mentioned it just before the we started mm-hmm. we have like sort of two new spaces that we are launching to sort of provide more information about these things mm-hmm. so one is our uh, newsletter mm-hmm. uh, that launched just like a week ago or so mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically it's called the monthly dose. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and it's basically uh, it touches on different sort of news in the space mm-hmm. and uh, resources that you can access okay. and sort of what we've been up to in ease. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we also have our Facebook community group that has just launched as well, like I think two weeks ago. Um, that in, in that space we sort of also provide information and try to like make these concepts a lot more accessible mm-hmm. and also learn from each other and from our own like lived experiences mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I think I think that's cool because it's super like personalized so it feels like it's really a community that yeah. you guys are building you know it's not just a, it's not a service it's not just something yeah. people use once and they Correct, don't yeah. follow up it feels like you guys want to know you want to check up on me you care yeah. and you want to see how I'm doing yeah. so yeah I like how it makes people feel of course super comfortable and super like it's just very friendly all around so yeah and I, kn- and I know that you guys um, also changed your packaging recently yes. yeah so when, when I first used Ease it was, it was a plain it was white super bag. discreet it was a white box but it was it was a very nice box you know so yeah and I know now it's like there's like it's cool okay I'll, I'll put a, a link to the Instagram of course go check it out like it's this green pink yeah, yeah. and everything is really cool now so but of course the, the outside is still very discreet yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, still yeah. The, it's still wrapped up looks like some random thing you order online so yeah. don't worry about that <laughs> So throughout the the last, I guess almost year, what I guess what is the biggest like concern you've heard like Singaporean like mm. consumers like talk about? Yeah, I mean we've been putting out like sort of questions like almost every Sunday mm-hmm. uh, to the community regarding different topics um, of access to sexual and reproductive health, mm-hmm. and I think four key things that appear like pretty much constantly is like a pattern. 
um, are sort of the stigma surrounding these things. So mm-hmm. people sharing like, oh, I got judged by this doctor or um, I the nurses say something that was ma- that made me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing I would say is mostly like uh, cost. Actually, cost comes up a lot. Um, I mean, for SCA testing, if you go to like a clinic, it can cost up to like $600, $700 for a full test. Mm-hmm. Um, the third thing would be sort of... Um, in excess like lack of access in the sense of like inconvenience of like oh i have to take three hours of work to yeah. do this uh and it becomes like a very, very complicated process that mm-hmm. no one wants to deal with yeah. um yeah and the last thing would be sort of like lack of spaces to talk about these things and like uh sort of support networks of like mm-hmm. oh I, I, I don't have friends to talk about it or my friends are are, are not not comfortable talking about these things yeah. i feel shy talking about it with my partner uh, so so those are, I think, are the four sort of key pain points that we've been observing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, I mean, it's a pretty big space, so there's a lot more, I think. Yeah, for uh-huh. sure. But I think, I mean, I guess the first one you mentioned, I think that has been an issue for the longest time in Singapore. Yeah. Stigma, when it comes to anything around mm. this, like even when we talk about sex ed in school. Yeah. When I did the episode with Karina from yeah. Aware, we, we talked about sex ed and... And yeah, we talked about how like even till today, like you know, it's it's been like ten years since I was in secondary school, but I don't think the sex education mm. is a lot different, you know. Yeah. And and there's so much people need to know. And like we were mentioning earlier before we recorded, like before we started recording, um, now HPV testing, HPV vaccinations yeah. are available in secondary schools, mm. but it's only for females, you yeah. know. So that's also like assuming super heteronormative like life you know assuming that men don't need this mm-hmm. yeah so it's there's a, there's still a lot that we we can talk about and improve on of course there's still a long way to go but yeah. of course you guys are paving the way <laughs> so Thanks. yeah thank you for that okay so now i want to talk about the most exciting part the future of ease mm. so um you mentioned all the really cool stuff that you guys just introduced like the home testing service the facebook group the edms and i know there's another thing i saw on instagram you guys are doing fireside chats yes. so can you share with us about that yeah of course uh so i mean we've been thinking a lot about sort of uh transitioning from the online spaces that we have the online community and education spaces into more uh formal and physical spaces as well mm-hmm. so our first event for the year was our um east fireside chat it was basically uh it's the fireside chats are meant to be as like a closed door mm-hmm. space uh, for people to sort of share experiences uh ask questions mm-hmm. um it's always moderated by an authority voice so mm-hmm. in this case we had like sort of um devika who mm-hmm. is an aware spokesperson and she has a lot of experience talking about these issues um so basically she walked us through different um, sort of discussion-based activities in which we reflected about our own experiences and then were able to share with the group. Mm. So it started with sort of a silent activity in which we were putting up, we had like some prompts in the walls and we were putting up posters. It was um, just really silent, just making um, sort of posts about different topics that we wanted to discuss within the larger conversation. Mm-hmm. Later on, we had smaller groups with different prompts and then like mm. a full-on like circle discussion. It was yeah. really, uh, it was just a really productive and uh, yeah, it sounds like, really conducive and productive. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and a very safe space as well. To just a lot of people share very personal things, mm. so it was great to hear just people opening up and yeah. and feeling like they could ask things that might be a bit uncomfortable with the crowd, even though yeah. they were all strangers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it makes it so. Um, it's just I think I think the the space the space is so safe yeah. and and how you guys approach like something so major and like mm. big daunting like topics and issues by literally like prompts on a wall you know yeah. go there like tell tell us like what this makes you feel tell us about your experience yeah. I think that's so like you know you're helping make it way more approachable mm. for people who yeah like you know 
maybe I've, maybe they've never spoken about this Correct, before yeah. and th- that could be their first time yeah. and maybe they're way more comfortable with people who don't know them personally that's so, true yeah I think that's a really cool way mm-hmm. to do it because it's not like it's not like a panel and a, a big like yeah. discussion where you don't really feel like you are actually a part of yeah, this exactly. you're just listening yeah so yeah. I think that's, that's cool yeah yeah. and um, yeah I know you guys are going to do more of that yes. so excited to see like, yes. like all the other <laughs> topics you guys touch on the fireside chats and I guess another big question is what is the dream for ease <laughs> yes I mean uh, definitely in the short term is sort of continuing to expand our offering um, I want to make sure that different services within the sensitive healthcare category are touched upon mm-hmm. um, and then the large larger dream I think is to become that one stop platform for all sensitive healthcare and that one like resource that people turn to every time they need help in anything sensitive um, within I mean health and wellness right yeah. um, I I definitely do envision like sort of people you know taking us as like their main like sort of education mm-hmm. uh, resource but also their main community space when they do want to seek help and seek yeah. support so I mean that's the larger dream <laughs> uh, we'll see how how it develops throughout the years yeah, yeah. honestly I this is just me and how I feel. Like when you say ease, you want ease to be a one-stop like platform. Yeah. It really feels like it to me. Yeah, <laughs> like me and my circle of friends, all yeah. the, I feel like you covered the millennials really well. <laughs> you know, you covered like our generation really well. Yeah. And we all are talking about ease. That's or true. someone in a friend group would suggest ease if like someone had an issue and they yeah. didn't know what to do. So yeah, I think you guys like really like launched at a great time and mm. marketed everything really well. So Thanks. yeah, everyone, there's definitely going to be one me in a friend group that's like, have you tried ease? <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, influencer things. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, so uh, this is also another major question. I guess it, it touches on like the four big things you mentioned mm. earlier. So what is the change you hope to see in Singaporean culture surrounding sexual health? Mm. I think one of the things is definitely sort of more open discussions about these things. I know we're sort of kicking that off and mm-hmm. I think it's it's really amazing to see so many people come to social media to just opening opening up and just sharing their experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely, I mean, I would love to see people sort of discussing, discussing these things in like the dinner table with their friends, with their colleagues. Like mm-hmm. um, I think when we are more open to discussion and more, uh, more open to just allowing people to ask you questions yeah. and to hear you as well i think um we can destigmatize these topics so much mm-hmm. um if we don't talk about them there is no way to naturalize them mm-hmm. you know so that's definitely one thing i think the second thing is um sort of a more comprehensive understanding and knowledge of sexual health mm-hmm. i think a lot of times uh, i hear people saying you know i don't want to take birth control even though I'm not using it um, because I'm not sexually active, I still want to take birth control, but I'm shy to ask for it because it's so tied to sex or, yeah. you know, to being sexually active. And, you know, some people might need it for health reasons that are not, like, related to inter- intercourse. So I think definitely having, like, a more comprehensive understanding of that is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, same with, like, sort of, um, say, sexual health consoles and stuff, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you could have a UTI and not be sexually active, right? Yeah. So I think... Uh, pulling those things like like making those things separate and being able to understand that sexual health is just part of um, a larger part of like our health and our wellness uh, that doesn't necessarily tie to being sexually active is so important Mm -hmm. uh, to also naturalize these things you know and to be comfortable talking about them Um, so I think those things and definitely I mean that comes through education right Mm -hmm. so being uh, we do a lot of um, 
discussions on social media about intersectionality, trying to mm-hmm. um, put two things that might not seem related together. Um, and I think we want to continue pushing that because I think that's definitely going to help sort of expand people's understanding of these mm-hmm. things and talking talk about them more naturally. Yeah. Um, so those two things I think are definitely important. Um, and the last one would be, I think it would be amazing to see like sort of less shame and mm-hmm. less judgment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, constantly we hear people saying, you know, um, like I I told my friends that I was getting tested and they thought like, oh, you know, that mm-hmm. uh, you must be so sexually active. No, yeah. I mean, you should get tested once yeah. a year, even if you're regularly sexually active. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't mean anything, you know. Yeah, you could be sexually active once. Exactly, and exactly. Anything, yeah. And you have to get tested anyway. Yeah. So um, I think less judgment and more empathy and understanding yeah. towards other people and mm-hmm. their health and their wellness and their own decisions yeah. and uh would make set would make the space a lot more positive i think yeah. and it would make people feel more comfortable talking about it and yeah. seeking help when they need yeah i think uh destigmatizing the conversation is yeah. so important because uh, i feel like a lot of people feel like they're very alone yeah and once you normalize this conversation once you just talk about it in a friend setting yeah. and with your colleagues or anyone in just in just a group and you realize that okay you are not alone someone mm. else going through the same thing yeah. didn't dare to talk to anyone as well so mm-hmm. I think really like it's the stigma that stops so many people from just um, I mean obviously it's going to affect your mental health you know this is something yeah. that's going to lead to like so much more if you just cannot even have a conversation mm, exactly. so of course like yeah, I mean, talk about it with your closest friends. If you're going through something, you don't know what to do. And if you think you need a consult, you don't need anyone else to know about it. Of course, you know yeah. where to go. So, yeah, I think I think mm. that's those things you mentioned very, very important. So yeah. let's all work towards that. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure people watching this are working towards that. So tell your friends too, okay? Yeah, so I guess one final question I have is, what is the one thing you want people to know about ease? When mm. they think of ease, of course, other than ease, <laughs> what else do you want them to associate with the brand? Mm, I think definitely I would want people to, I think I mentioned it sort of in the conversation, but I would mm. like people to know that uh, I think ease has a huge potential to make uh, social change within this uh, mm. this area of healthcare. And um, I think we, as I mentioned, I think before the call, we, we saw ease as being not just this like sort of telemedicine platform to mm give birth control and that's it you know it does really have the potential to change people's views on certain topics Mm -hmm. that have been stigmatized for years it has the potential to uh, create community around topics that are a bit sensitive Mm -hmm. and making people feel comfortable about it Mm -hmm. it does have the potential to become uh, a key education sort of educational resource Mm -hmm. for many who who don't know where to go yeah so I think that's I mean it's the larger picture of ease as well but um, that's definitely I I hope people see it as that Um, so yeah that's great. And and before we end, I actually I actually thought about this when I was like when we were planning the episode and everything and and I I don't know if you guys already do this, but I feel like it would be so cool and so mm. important if you did. But do you guys do school outreach programs? We haven't yet. I think you should. Like I think mm. if you guys reached out to secondary schools yeah. and if people get to hear from like from you guys, mm. you know, not just like textbook definitions yeah. of things and not just here's how you put on a condom because that's yeah. not sex ed that's not it you yeah. know that's important of course but that's not it and that that was my experience with sex ed i remember them teaching yeah. us about using a condom and how to put it on and i don't remember anything else yeah. like, i don't remember they didn't talk about like women a lot mm. and and yeah so i think like if you guys did like school mm. outreach programs like i don't know whoever's listening if you can make anything happen if you guys Partnerships. yeah if you know anyone in schools you know anyone who yeah. will be keen to have like a conversation like this in the classroom i think yeah. this is so important mm. so yeah that's something i mean of course your team is 
expanding as we as we speak mm. you know of course in the months to come the years to come I, I'm sure like you guys will be massive enough to like run these things you know on the side <laughs> while you're running the, the show so yeah I mean of course something that you guys can like do in the future I think yeah. so useful yeah so and yeah you're welcome secondary school kids <laughs> no but but yeah I think the work that you guys do is super amazing and mm. of course like Jean and I are big fans like we were talking about it to Guada like off camera just now Jaden was just sitting there like this is a lot <laughs> no, he's cool yeah no but but we, we've been yeah huge fans we love everything that you guys do and we yeah the work is so important so thank yeah. you for launching Ease and thank you for coming on the podcast course, and sharing yeah. everything that everyone needs to know and share with your friends okay if they if they don't know about Ease yet let them know you know tell them how useful it mm. is and convenient it is and um, yeah I hope this was useful of course I'm going to link everything in the description box go check out everything at your own time and whenever you need a consult whenever you need help you know where to go and thank you so much for thanks being for on this episode thanks for having me yeah <laughs> let me get my trusty soundboard <laughs> So, thank you so much for being on episode 13 of Chai Me Bitch! And I'll see you guys at the, on the next episode. I don't know what's, what's it about, but we'll find out together. So, see you on episode 14. You've just made it to the end of an episode of Chai Me Bitch! Wow, you listened to the whole thing. Ah. You like me, then say lah! <laughs> but if you liked it, make sure you're followed and subscribed so you know every time a new episode of Chai Me Bitch or any other Pretty Please video is out. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye! Chai 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 me Chai me Chai me Bitch.